This is the Roots Student Ministry Podcast. We are based in Southern California, and our mission is for students to connect, grow, and go in their faith alongside other believers. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle CSM Roots. Now, let's get into this week's message. Hey guys, welcome to our fifth and final week of our series called The Good Life. Now, let's talk about something that doesn't give the good life. So do bad smells really gross anyone else out? Because it definitely grosses me out. Whether it's hot garbage, old food, or vomit, I just can't do it. It's gross. And I will never forget one time when a a bad smell was just too much. And a couple weeks ago, uh, I walked into church on a Sunday morning, and as I was as I walked in, there was a pungent smell and I could barely take it. And this hasn't been the first time that I smelled something so horrendous that I just wanted to quit my job and just walk out of the church completely and never come back to church again. And so as I walked deeper into the hallway, I could tell that the stench was getting stronger and stronger. And me being someone who doesn't run doesn't run from my problems, but okay, I'm going to go try to fix my problems. Uh, I went straight towards the smell to try to see if I could figure it out and get rid of whatever was causing it. And I couldn't find it for a while, but I finally came to an open cooler, an open cooler that didn't have ice or anything to chill anything. And so as I looked into the open cooler, it had a gross, dark brown, rotting bag of oranges, along with some other meats next to it that had been sitting out in the warm air for days. And I quickly rolled the cooler outside and opened all the church doors to to get the smell out before people started actually arriving to the church. And so in this series, we've been talking all about fruits and not the food kind, but like those rotten oranges, but the, 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 the supernatural kind of fruit. So earlier in the series, we were introduced to the writer named Paul, who was also one of the earliest leaders in the Christian church and the author of, the most, of most of the New Testament in the Bible. And in Paul's writing, he lays out some things that are produced in our lives as a result of following Jesus. Things like love, joy, peace, and so much more. And one of the ways that we see the fruits of God, God's spirit in and around us is by asking this question, where did you see God today? But here's the problem though. It's not always easy to see God or it's not easy to see these characteristics of God in in the world all around us. And so we live in a world where new cycles and algorithm, algorithms impact our outlook on everything. We're constantly exposed to bad news, anxiety-induced content, celebrity drama, and problems we're not even a part of. And on one side, our ability to know what's going on around the world is a gift that allows us to, to find ways to help. But on the other hand, this constant access to a stream of bad news also changes our outlook on life. So just a couple of years ago, people your age were asked about their outlook of the future and only 24% said they expected progress for society in the future. And I can't help but think that something inside of us has gotten used to smelling bad fruit, hearing bad news. We're constantly told about the ways that other humans are hurting, abusing, destroying, objectifying, and failing one another. 
So we tell dark jokes to, to help us cope with difficult realities. We have even come as far as to accept the term trash as a way of describing someone that we don't like. Compared to the types of things that we've been calling good fruits, love, joy, peace, all those things, what we're actually used to smelling, seeing, and sensing in the world around us is bad fruit of people's actions and words. So we want the good, but we're getting the bad. And this is because bad fruit is easier to smell than good fruit. This is what has happened in our world. It's become really hard to see the good or even to see God in the world around us. It's become harder to see God when we look at other people. But it was never supposed to be this way. So when God created human beings, God created us to be a reflection of God to the world around us. And the author of Genesis says it this way in Genesis 1.27. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. So people were made to live good lives that made it easy to see God in, uh, in one another. But this is getting harder and harder every day, isn't it? Something in us just has a hard time seeing good fruit in other people when we've become so used to giving our attention to the bad fruit. But what if that's no way to live? Pessimism, judgment, and constantly being focused on all the bad in the world doesn't sound like the good life to me. What if God actually wants more for us when it comes to how we see other people? What if we could start experiencing more of the good life by beginning to see see more of what good more of the good in other people well before you dismiss this as a, a just wishful thinking thing Paul tells us that it's possible to start living this way he wrote a letter called uh, called Romans to the Christian church in the city of Rome and in this letter he mentions the spirit it's important to remember that as we've talked about throughout this whole series the only way to fully experience the good fruit that we all want is to follow the Holy Spirit the Spirit is the power, the presence, and the work of God that guides us into a truly good life, a life full of the things that Paul called fruit. But in Paul's writing to the Romans, he also mentions how that same Spirit can begin to not only change the way that we live, but the way that we think about and see everything. So check out what, uh, what he wrote in Romans 8, 5. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. So the flesh that Paul is referring to is the normal, common, natural, less than, less than great way of doing things. The flesh is the part of us that settles for doing things that are, are satisfying in the short term, like, oh, it feels good right now. But even if they are less than what God wants, uh, what God says is best in the long run. It's our passions and desires that work against all of the good things that God actually wants for us. The flesh is a part of us that gets comfortable with only seeing the worst in those around us. But Paul says that if we are going to, to going with the flow of our flesh, our minds will be focused on things of the flesh. Or in other words, if we live just like the world around us, then we'll think just like the world around us. And we'll tend to see bad fruit in other people before we believe the best. We've all, we have a hard time seeing God at work in the world because we're focused on things that are the opposite of what God says is best. But 
if we choose to live by the Spirit, we'll begin to see things differently. When we decide to follow what God says is best and pay attention to the ways the Spirit leads us to live through things like prayer and scripture reading and community and other people following Jesus, our minds get focused on new things. So basically, if you set your mind on things of the Spirit, you're more likely to see the Spirit at work. So when you look for God in the world around you, you will find him. When you decide to search for things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control in the lives of other people around you, in the world around you, you begin to see God in them because God's spirit is the source of all of these things. You begin to see how God is doing great things even in a dark world. You begin to see how God is working even in the lives of imperfect people. The Spirit helps you see the good in life. The Spirit helps you see God in others and the world around you because you begin to see where the Spirit's fruit is showing up. I can't help but think about augmented reality or AR as we talk about this. AR, that that feature on our phone that allows us to see our real world differently. AR allows us to try on glasses before we buy them, play games like Pokemon Go and, and throw the, the Pokemon ball and, and see what a, a new computer would look like on our desk before we even buy it. When you begin to spend more time thinking about the things of the spirit, you begin to see things like joy, love, kindness, and gentleness around you. It's like using AR to see things in the world around you that you may have been unable to see before. You're still looking at the same world, but you're seeing it differently. All of a sudden, you see the things that God is doing around you. Truthfully, God is always doing good things in the world and other people's lives. Yes, there are a lot of dark and broken realities around us, but when Jesus, who is God in human body, died and came back to life, he overcame evil and death to prove that his love and goodness would always be stronger. So now the Holy Spirit is working through people like you and me to, to put that love and goodness on display. So when we choose to focus on this reality, the way that we see ourselves, others, and the world around us changes for the better. We begin to experience the good life because we begin to see how good life really is, all because of the work of the Holy Spirit. Okay, I don't know about you, but this sounds great to me. This kind of outlook and perspective on life sounds so refreshing. Just sign me up right there. But if you're anything like me, you hear this and wonder, ah, uh, but how in the world do I do this? It sounds great to pay attention to how God is working in the world, but where do we start when it comes to setting our minds on things of the Spirit? Well, experiencing this kind of life begins when you learn to look for God. So today, what we're talking about can actually be developed by practicing what we call the four faith skills. There are more than four faith skills that we can practice, but these specific ones are a great place to start if we want to learn to see God around us by seeing the good in life. And we talk about these on Sunday every single week. So the first one, hear. We hear God when we spend time reading scripture and focusing on what God says is true about life. 
when we read the words of Jesus, connect with the stories of the people in the Bible and find space to allow ourselves to focus on what God might be saying to us, we become more aware of what God is doing around us. And suddenly things like nature become more, more than beautiful. Interactions with people at school go from pointless to potential opportunities to show someone kindness. Normal days can go from feeling hopeless to being chances to become more like Jesus that you're reading about. Taking the time to hear from God is a great first step to, be, to begin to see more of the good in life. The second one, talk. If you want to become more aware of the good fruit that the Spirit is producing in lives of other people, talking about it is so helpful. Call out good things, God things, when you see them. You have a whole list of the kinds of things that the Holy Spirit produces. So when you see those things in someone else's life, it can be so encouraging to point them out. This not only makes you more aware of the good in life, it also helps you helps other people begin to see God at work in their own lives. So don't be afraid to talk about the good that you see see God doing in other people in the lives of other people. And number three, live. Once you've been hearing from God so that you can think and see see more like God and you've been intentional to talk about the fruit that you're seeing in other people's lives, then you can begin to imitate that fruit in your own life. We all grow in different ways at different times. And if you notice that someone is crushing it in a certain area of their life, pay attention to how they act and think. Learn from them or even ask them to, to help you watch, to, to help you and watch how that person lives and, and look for ways to work it into your own life. Maybe it's small habits that you can imitate or ways to think about things that you want to consider too. No matter what it looks like, we can begin to experience more of the good life when we pay attention to the good fruits in the lives of others and practice living it out ourselves. And then the fourth one, the last one, pray. This one seems so simple, but it's so important. You can talk to God about what you're seeing in the world around you. Get honest with God about the bad fruit that tends to take up your attention. Tell God that you're hoping to find a new way of seeing other people and the world around you. Ask God for help, seeing more of the good fruit the Spirit is producing around you. Be real, be open, be honest. So talk to God about the way that you currently see life, even if it's already focused on the good, and, and ask God to help you become more aware of the good things around you. So when we commit to practicing these four faith skills, we'll begin taking steps to live by the Spirit by having our minds set on the things that the Spirit is doing in our world. This way of seeing others and the world around us could change everything for us. There is a better way to do high school than what is typical, and this is it. So imagine what would happen to our hearts, our mental health, and our outlook on life as a whole if we begin focusing more on the good fruit than the fruit of the world. Doesn't the world need more and more people who see things this way, see things in a God way? The good news is, is that because Jesus defeated death, the worst thing possible, and then sent the Spirit into the world to show us how to live his true version of the good life, we can be confident that God is up to more than more good than we can imagine. So let's be people who, who look for good fruit in the lives of others and the world around us. Let's be people who look for ways to see God every day.
So remember that the Spirit helps you see the good in life. And the more good that we see, the more we'll realize just how good life is. So let me pray for you. Father, I just pray that we can become more aware of the people around us, the world around us, and how the Spirit is at work in their lives, in the world around us, and that we just can see you in every aspect of our lives. Let's have a better perspective than just the negativity that we see in the news and everything else, but let's just know that you are good and that you are still working. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.